Redacted. Moo and good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Pink Tron. I am Brent Robinson, and on this special festive Tronapalooza, hold your breath. Here we go. We have Tatum Jewel. Tatum, what are you drinking? Oh, he's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> First one. All right, hang on. Oh, there he is. He's back, maybe. I'm all back. Yeah, I'm back. Right. Tatum, Tatum. Tatum makes a lot of turn to the Tron. Tatum, what are you drinking? Jeez. Hey, so I decided to go bourbon tonight to make my return, and I've got a monkey shoulder. Shoulder. I've never had one of those, but that sounds great. We also have back on the Pink Tron, Marilyn DeVlager. Marilyn, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a playground IPA. Uh, it's a non-alcohol IPA because I've got some stupid plans for the next weekend. So I'm still off a little bit for the alcohol. Ooh, we're going to talk all about stupid plans soon enough. What this also is, Steve Pritchard. Steve, what are you drinking? Uh, well, I thought Nate was going to be on. So I'm lining his pockets with a brew dog. Uh, Elvis Juice, their grapefruit uh, infused IPA. Grapefruit juice. Oh, it's like a kind of a rattlery type of deal. Okay. All right. And from our more regular roster, we have Chris Greenland. Chris, what are you drinking? And we should also just note that Chris is wearing an amazing Christmas hat. And is it like a is a Christmas sweater or a onesie? What do you got on there? Oh, it's a full onesie. Yeah. Oh, is that a fireball nice. onesie? It is. It's a fireball holiday themed onesie. Brilliant. Good radio. Good radio. Brilliant. And are you drinking Fireball or what do you got? I, I'm not. I'm drinking a, as you might have guessed, a Recovery Miller Light. Oh, I'm still blurred. Shoot. Hang on. Though he sells it, uh, I, I don't, th I think that, that Chris has too much taste to actually drink Fireball. You know, it's a good, uh, it's a good like <laughs> Saturday lawn mowing drink. Miller Light and a shot of Fireball on a nice warm day. Uh, but today it is Miller Light and. I grabbed this this week. It's an Eagle Rare, another barrel pick. This is from the Whiskey House here in San Diego. Um, if you're ever in the area, they hold the Guinness World Record for the most number of commercially available whiskeys that you can buy by the poor. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. How many do you need to be the world record holder for most whiskeys you can pour? Oh, uh, let me look this up. Uh, is this like a world record that's like it's seven because no one else does it <laughs> 3300 oh whoa. <laughs> that's a lot of whiskey <laughs> all right and you also heard there sean frogerberg sean is wearing the titans grow special t-rex christmas sweater yeah and what are you drinking sean uh i've got a, a pair of things uh I've st I've started with a well I don't I don't know what to call this but it's a uh, Torres brandy amaretto liquor forty three and lime uh, so it's like a brandy almond margarita ish thing uh, and then hey, it looks like you've salt dusted it like a margarita yeah uh, no that's just that's just bubbles oh. um. And then uh, when I finish with that, I've got a Stone Tangerine Express. Always interesting with Sean. He does way more interesting stuff. But last but not least, making his 
Pinktron debut, John Keenan. John, what are you drinking? I'm uh, transitioning us to the non-alcoholic Brent. Uh, I'm drinking oolong tea. That's all good. That's all Cheers part of the picture on the, history. There we go. Little, yeah, yeah. Tea. And uh, for what it's worth, I'm also medium boring. I have a non-alcohol HP Juniper Classic Gin and Tonic thing. So. But it, it does look like you drove your truck into work today, uh, Brent. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're yes. very well dressed, looking sharp on the on the Tron. And today you've, uh, you've driven your truck up. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to make some random other American uh stereotypes here like you've got your gun in the boot it's uh you're ready to roll what what does a uh non-alcoholic gin and tonic taste like uh juniper and is it just yeah. like juniper juice yeah i guess it's some, what is it quinine is that what the yeah tonic is yeah yeah, yeah it's but juniper and quinine is pretty much what you got there I was gonna say that's probably not far off from the regular G and T experience. Oh, oh, and and here's what's in it: carbonated water, cane sugar. So yeah, okay. Uh, it's just like tonic. Acid, natural mm -hmm. flavor, quinine, natural grapes, skinned, and sodium benzoate and potassium sorbate, which are you know preservatives. So basically, it is you know water, sugar, quinine, and some citrus and flavor to make it taste. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's refreshing. It's good, but epidies. It's, uh... My wife and I were given a, a gin tasting experience um, for a present, and, and I don't really like gin. Um, and we discovered I do Sick like gin, um, but then what we actually discovered is I really like grapefruit juice um, and, and things like that that were put with the gin. So, mm. yeah, maybe I maybe I should uh, transition to non-alcoholic gin tea. So. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the of gin and tonic, but also I have an uncle who is a big fan of the gin and fresca, which is you know grapefruit pop. So. Yeah. and fresca that's a new one do you guys have fresca on that side of the pond no it's nope, like great not yeah no no we had fresca for a while back in south africa oh yeah yeah nothing tastes like fresca but yeah don't get it yeah nothing tastes like a fresca you know what else tastes terrible the vomit in your mouth when you're climbing up at KOM. Off to refresca. Because Mary Line for Christmas scheduled us to race up the mountain route as part of her winter racing, race number number race number eight of the series. Although I will give her credit, number one, there was Christmas trees. So that's pretty impressive. And number two. She did make us do Radio Tower, so I did give you a chance to work off some calories before you start your Christmas dinner. This is very fair. Yes. Very fair. And so we had uh, me and John and Chris in race one. John, how was race one for you? I enjoyed it. I It's in my top 30 ra rides, that epic up up the forward i like it it's in the snow that's my happy place so <laughs> top 30 uh yeah, top 30 yeah. easy, easy top 30 <laughs> world record top top 30 top three thousand rides yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh i noticed that you were in the range that i was kind of expecting to be in watts wise how did that go considering that the rest of the Riders seem to be very strong. 
uh, were you, did you let go of the group beforehand and then just do a strong climb or were you? They actually drug me all the way to the base of the climb, which I was shocked. I'm normally not there. I'm a low C. Um, usually I'm good for about a kilometer in the group and then that's it. But they were taking it easy, I think on everybody. So it wasn't really till it pitched up that I lost the main pack and it kind of got strung out. And then I mostly rode it solo until right at the top where the rollers start. And uh, there's another rider enjoyed the suffering was just ahead of me. So it was a good, uh, it was a good incentive to chase him to uh, draft on those little bits of downhill and flat until it pitched up again, right at the end. Good, good. Chris, you raised this one too. How did you make out? Yeah, pretty Pretty close to that uh race review actually like it it was a reasonably uh mellow start i i lost the front group on that hill coming out of the tunnel like before the start of the com oh they did kind of punch it they yeah. punched it there and it was like well i'm not gonna go red here because we got to start the climb in like 500 meters so you guys have fun storming the castle and i'll see some of you as you go backwards but so that did really just put me really for like a solo climb and i would like join up i think i passed like four or five riders on the way up and i I would sit in the draft for a little bit and then just kind of press on but it was like a different climb experience as a result um brent were you trying to hold the front group i I stuck with them till kind of the hairpin just before the bridge so like the first like when you come up off the water and you do that first bit i kind of was right on the back of the group and then definitely in that hairpin like some of the real heavy hitters started really punching it and i was like see ya um who who were some big hitters in race one oh sorry i missed race one tj tj was there scorekeeper tj mark prado yeah Mm. yeah prado yeah uh Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was there was a big good, good field. Mark Mark John was there. Mike Scafardi. Uh, big Lion Bry was there. Yeah. Uh, Bry was actually we were chatting in the Lions chat, and he had some good legs in the TT the week, so he was looking forward to doing the epic this week. So, uh... so you you know that the race was hard when you look at the. Uh, the results, and you see Ewan in 18th, Brent in 21st, Dan Manalo 22nd. Like, yeah, I don't know what tough, so, so tough so, race. Yeah, tough I basically race. like lost the front group there at that little hairpin, and then on the bridge, Ewan, um, co- that CC guy, Anthony CC, and I, and and must have been, and maybe Dan Sharameto or someone else with a different moniker than that like we all came together up there and then that the one guy from atp i don't think it was dan shermetto i would recognize him but and it wasn't camel valleys or someone else he just like set the pace he just like had like his number he was on it and he was just going that one and i just tried to hold his wheel as long as i could and then kind of there was a little bit I and mean, eventually we caught manalo um and then sarah bishop sarah bishop is the meanest person in the world 
She just <laughs> sat there at like four point six, and I'm like, like chasing, racing you and racing Manalo, like kind of like you know we're punching a little bit over the climb. She's just four point six, four point six, four point six, and the stupid number just keeps coming down. It's like ten seconds, nine seconds, the whole twenty minutes. So we get to those rollers at the top. She rode up onto us, and then like I think Manalo, like they're both OTR. He might have been like waiting for mm. her to like put her on the wheel, you know, but um anyway, then we got to like that last little dip up and I was trying as hard as I could and I was closing the gap in the sprint, but she was just I think she just went four point six the whole way. Downhill, uphill, didn't matter. Four point six. I think we have to have a quick fact fact correction there. She's the second meanest person on Zwift because we we all know the meanest person on all Zwift is James Bailey. Um, <laughs> yes, that that we've gathered before. Good. All right. Uh, what did you what did you guys what do we think? Bike choice. I actually rode the felt, not the AR, the other felt, the light felt, the FR, whatever it is with. NV 3.2s because I don't know. I get because you were bored of, yeah. I don't know. The Athos with Millie's, I was like, yeah, whatever, I'll try something new. Yeah, as you guys know, I never get off the Tron unless it's a time trial on a Thursday. Anytime else, I'll go Tron. Pink Tron, yeah, Pink Tron is a good choice, I think, on this one. Like, it is, I mean, the race is mostly on the climb, but. There is some flat at the start, mm. and then there's like the rollery bits in the at the top half. So you know if you can hold a group, whichever group you're gonna race against, having the Tron in that last bit might be good. Yeah, I mean even the full the full climb in this direction is nine and a half k at four percent on average. It's that's uh as so Chris has started listening to the Lan- Lantern Rouge, so he might recognize it's a fake news climb. Uh, <laughs> It's there. There's lots of flats and downhills that bring that average down. So it's probably not as draftable as that 4% would seem. But uh, Tron's not going to hurt you that much. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm going to go with climbing bike. That's what I did. And I don't think it would have mattered either way. Like yeah. the way. I, I gained back a few seconds on the steeper bits. And maybe gave those back on the rowy bits, but it all netted out the same, I would think. So I think my approach is I'm going to do, I, I, I'm going to hope that the race tomorrow has a similar dynamic to the one today where I don't have to go too deep at the beginning. And then I can basically just do an FTP test up the climb. For what it's worth, I did ride the Pink Tron and got a PR. And all my previous ones were on climbing bikes, so there you go. Maybe it's just psychological that I was pink and going faster with the Doppler. But we do know, we do know the pink Tron is the fastest. It's science. It's science. Yeah. Oh, Jeff's here. Hi, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Voice you hear. Holiday pink Tron Palooza is Jeff Aldrich. Jeff, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Maker's Mark store pick from a, a local liquor store of mine. I'll, I'll, for, oh. for Chris's benefit, I'll uh, I'll put yeah, it on the camera. What's the? Uh, they get a little funky with like the stave makeup with those. Yep. What is it? Yep. Can you Did, give us the rundown. It's um, in in the light from my old eyes. 
Three of the baked American pure, one seared French cuvee, one Maker's Mark 46, four roasted French mocha, and one toasted French spice. I believe the roasted French mocha are ones that they had unique access to, and they're, they're now out of. Um, it, it, it gives it a lot of chocolate flavors and other deep richness to the to the to the to the, to the blend, and it's, it's clearly quite nice. Yeah, I'm a big fan of anything with French oak. It gives it like that hazelnutty, chocolatey yep. vibe. All right, like you just a cookie. Yeah. So it's sort of like cross between whiskey and a brownie, yeah. Right. I mean, that was a bunch of words that I understood the meaning of, um, but put together, <laughs> I have no idea what that conversation was about. It doesn't like matter. I'm, I'm drinking. Sense. It's all good. <laughs> Very good. All right. We should get on to herd beginner racing. This week is Sand at Sequoias. John, do you, do you still race beginner racing ever? Or you I don't. I, that's what I started uh nate tracta sort of got me hooked on racing in february of this year i tried a couple of herd beginner racing and he sort of de-asked me on the on the chat and uh i came back the next day and did it again and i don't know 100 races later <clears throat> here i am yeah well, that's oh it's brilliant gateway drug right it's a gateway <laughs> drug yeah I got bumped up to see, I don't know, it must have been April or something and got to figure out, you know, who's who's really going to be last in the race. I'm going the other way. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going from D to E pretty soon here. I know right. it. Right. Don't worry. I've gone, I've gone the other way too, so it's fine. From from A to D, which, you know, that's a bigger fall. <laughs> yeah. So do we have, um, is it the whole course? It's it's actually multiple laps for uh sorry what it does say in here there's laps it says oh two thirds of a lap for e pardon me oh That's so is that is that possibly finishing at the top of Titans then I think that is where the finish would be that sounds like something Nate would do yeah that's cool so it's basically flat um a little bit of a kick and then you hit Titans Grove and that's a about five five six minutes i guess of um a fairly fast climb yeah it's very draftable very you know it's uh three three percent 2.9 something like that I've got right here hang on draftable unless you've been summarily dropped <laughs> yeah fair enough yeah uh so john how how had as the writer here who probably most recently was doing the hbr how were those going and yeah so i started uh i think it was april oh no it was february uh started the hbrs yeah there were good packs you know uh, as many as 50 people some days and uh i i think it was really well well attended interested uh my wife is now riding them she just got into racing good stuff Marilyn's uh, eyes just gone like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if anything, there seem to be more folks on them now. Does she feel like they are accessible in the way that we hope they are? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think she did a, a longer one. I can't remember which one it was, maybe France or something. And she ended up getting dropped about two thirds of the way through and was a little discouraged, but then... Uh, yeah, I think she's really enjoying them. She's also enjoying the tiny race series where you you know you do four really tiny ones oh, yeah, re yeah. really hard. Oh. 
punch and those recovery. are fantastic that that like after a bit of a hiatus really got me back at that and hbr really got yeah. me back swift racing they're, they're both really cool series yeah. yeah what i've done on my you know nate and others you know more experienced d racers who are on will are happy to chat with and encourage and provide input and information to yes. all the less experienced racers so it, it, it's super i found them to be super encouraging um and people seem to enjoy it so i, I agree with john yeah any particular tips for D racers on sand and sequoias, John? So I raced that once in the herd beginner racing, and the the finish wasn't right at the top. It was a good five hundred meters after the top. So I kind of had laid off, and the pack just kept going. And yeah. I I feel like I could have done much better if I had paid attention to where the finish line was. Uh, so maybe that's a good one to. Don't assume it's the it's the the, the climb banner. It, there's a like a blue yes um, lighted kind of banner that, you know, that you need to make sure you you you, fit, you finish all the way through. Yeah, yeah. Somebody did that on a ladder league uh, race. We had they had it was essentially one lap of uh, RGV plus about 200 meters. So everybody's racing for the sprint banner, and then you lay off, and then they just tore through us hmm. like butter. It was really demoralizing. <laughs> That's a really mean finish. It was a oh, mean finish. Oh, oh, uh, and we were all like, why is it just this weird number and not one lap? And then we get to the end and didn't remember that because we were all thrashed. But yeah. It happened to a lot of us. I had it up at the top of Innsbruck. I, a guy let off at the at, 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 the, at the, the climb banner and I, kept, and I knew that it was bad. So I kept going and I, I nipped him. Because he forgot. That's, yeah, that, I've yeah. noticed that happening before in races too. After a long climb, it's really evil. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what it's like with the new pack dynamics, but Titan's Grave was one of those ones where the quickest way to do it, it unless you are the very quickest rider, is always in the draft. Like it's a super draftable yeah. climb. I've been, I've been dropped and tried yeah. to attack on it. And like the pack is so quick up that climb. So. Yeah. Yeah, the, the one it's horrible if you need to do it for uh, climbers gabbit and all by yourself on a TT bike. It's just torture. Yeah, I think the only the only tip I'd give about I mean it's not if you finish that race is definitely you want to be like with the group until you make the last switch back on the forward direction. It's not the race usually is made from the last switch back from there to the rocks. That last yeah. kind of four hundred meters, it's about three four percent, and like that's when the race really like it's pretty rare for someone to break it before then that's really it's true if you if you are there and you still have energy that's a good time to start kicking yep yeah yeah good all right moving on climbers gambit what do we got chris oh shit um <laughs> nice <laughs> there goes the pg rating again Hang on. Get that E tag up. Let, let me remember. Uh, uh, Box Hill. We're doing Box Hill. Yes, Climbers Gambit is the the hill climb series, which James Bailey cruelly stuck me with before departing. Uh, we are doing Box Hill as one very... of my favorite climbs on Zwift. Perfect. Well, you'll have to come out for it then. Is this we'll... is this the Scrooge special? It is. It's a very Dickensian edition of Climbers Gambit. Uh, so it is capped at 10.5k of London Loop, which gets you somewhere in, on, or after that little kicker. So a final little little dig to finish the effort. 
Uh, but Box Hill, we should all know it and love it at this point. Yeah. Or hate it. Or hate it. Um, whatever gotta, you're feeling. Gotta for. love it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a very breezy 3K, 4.3 average gradient, a little bit tougher at the start. You get the hairpins to mellow out, take a deep breath, and then attack, and then it flattens out at the top. And then you get the nice panoramic photo. Uh, <laughs> which is really really annoying in racing yeah <laughs> really annoying in racing no. almost Especially gives me like vertigo that. yeah uh, some of the zrls <laughs> they've done recently like they've had the um anvil as the power-up that you can use and that panorama happens and it's really hard to keep track of people attacking and oh yeah so, tatum why is it your favorite climb I just enjoy the way you ride it. Um, you can actually pace it nicely. The, the pins, the little uh, markings in the middle. It, it's just long enough that you really feel it. And it's not a short climb that's over in a minute or two. It's not a 20-minute climb that drags out. It's just one that you can just hammer it down. You can sit in the draft when you need to. There are areas where you can attack. I really enjoy Box Hill. No, have you I done, it? Have you done really it in real agree. life? No, but it's on the bucket bucket list. I really agree. It's in that really nice length of, I mean, we talked a bit yeah. when I've been on recently about um, how to time efforts. And like, I think some of the longer climbs, like we've said, it's a TT effort and some of the shorter climbs, you've just got to go all out. But like you say, there's this one, there's different points you can attack. There's different ways you can ride it. Like it's a, it's a cool yeah. climb. Isn't it? It's the, it's the length, of, it's the length of climb that Steve hasn't yet figured out how to pace. <laughs> That's I, I once did, a, did, did <laughs> once had a race up Box Hill that the race the idea was that it was going to end at the banner but then we realized it actually ends halfway up that little kicker just after the banner <laughs> that was one of the worst days of my life because <laughs> <laughs> I planned to finish at the banner but no I love Box Hill Let's be honest, it's not the um, Zwift KOM reverse, which is the worst climb in the game. So it, and any climb is better than that. Really? Yeah. The worst climb right. in the game is Ventop. Let's not be... Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Ventop, it's nine, nine, like you can do it sub 90 minutes if you're really fit. It takes you two and a half hours. If you're not, you get a wonderful sense of achievement. Like If you've not done Von 2 before, you get that amazing vista as you see the observatory come out uh, that, that's cool i've seen that in the tour de france swift krm is just awful the, it's the, really the last... steep and then there's a rolly bit that i can never get right brent <laughs> i mean listen i don't i'm not a big fan of the pom either <laughs> I'm just, it's never quite like murdered me the same way i've died on von <laughs> this is a little bit of useless information but i will always remember that the last time i raced up vent top our power box in the house caught flames. <laughs> <laughs> the afternoon. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that was after racing wind top. We still obviously dropped some serious watts into it. That's the, uh... I don't think that had anything to do. I think it was the bloody sweat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this is this is funny. The uh I I'm guessing that Chris Chris did this on purpose, but uh last year on uh Christmas Eve. We also had Climber's Gambit on Box Hill. Uh, it was my number two best climb up this. So uh, I was just trying to figure out approximate times for different categories. 
So uh, my my uh, baseline for what A's can do is usually looking at Tatum's time, and uh, he's going to be really sad knowing that he did a 614 at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember. Is that is that quick enough? <laughs> uh, so that's right. I'd be happy with it. <laughs> Could you could you do three fifty six for six fourteen these days? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> not even nearly. Uh, bees, Craig, and Brent have done around six fifty. Chris has done seven eleven, so somewhere in that seven minute range for the mid to high bees. Somewhere in the eight to eight and a half minute for C, like maybe nine for the the lower seas and then uh probably nine to ten for for d's is probably what we're we're targeting here uh bike choice is Go this on. a tt bike we've had this debate a hundred times and why do i never remember which way <laughs> i don't remember i, I honestly don't remember. remember so what did i ride in that in Pink Tron Bingo, it's a CT bike if you're an A or a B, or it's a Tron bike if yeah. you're a C or a D. <laughs> and if you've got yeah. that on your bingo card listing, you now have to drink. So last <laughs> last year, last year for each uh for Climbers Gambit, I wrote it on the Tron. Um so that must have been my choice <laughs> at that point. Yeah. It's four it's 4.4%. 4. You have like C's will average under 25k, so something climbier makes sense, I think. I've never actually done a climber's gambit on this. Interesting. No, I don't think I have either. Yet. Come on out. Yeah. Yet. I can't happen. this weekend. I can't. All right. <laughs> Sounds like somebody's trying to protect their heart. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Bloody hell. Just back on the bike and our COVID's knocked me off again. But it's fine. We It'll... don't want we don't want Tatum to get any more Zwift related heart injuries. Yeah, we don't want that. We don't want that. Uh one one visit to CCU is enough, right? Just just Zwift Zwift related liver injuries, that's what we're supposed to realize now. <laughs> or Tron related liver injuries, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> Well, we we uh, we think okay. You might be able to get away with a TT bike if you're an A or a B. Let us know in the comments yeah. which one you pick. We always are curious to see what people do. All right, let's move on to the herd of mountain goats, which Innsbruck KOM after party. I'm seeing that right. That's what it says. Yeah, uh, is that the one where you do the bottom loops like three times and then do the KOM? Yeah. Yeah, I have very dark memories of Marioline kicking me repeatedly in the legs. I think <laughs> like, of um, ZRL two, where yeah, I, I think was the same course. The yeah. other teams, but we raced each other. <laughs> well, I think we've got oh, like nice. HSRL for like times. That's my recollection. Like yeah, segment times, yeah. and it was like this yeah. is the worst thing in history. Yeah, because you're doing like three. Three climbs, three sprints, and then you have to do the climb. Exactly. Yeah, I think Four the time. last time it wasn't in, in Cedarell, there wasn't a, a leg snapper segment. 
Correct. Yep. Mm. Uh, okay. But uh, yeah. that still is the sprint after leg snapper. And people are still going really hard on the leg snapper. Yeah, it was still. Yeah. Uh, it's just not all out to get the points. It's just like, let's go hard to break people. Well, that's kind of, I guess, the interesting tactical point of this race is. Yeah. I mean, there is a 20 minute climb at the end, but it's 27 kilometers first. So how hard are people yeah. going to go on those flats to try and split the groups up? Not too bad, not too much. Everyone will knowing thinking the climb is the climb is to come. Yeah, but how much like how much more time can the group put in if you end up getting dropped off the group for yeah. twenty seven kilometers to make it up in the twenty minute climb at the end? Yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah, I that's also true. I remember that Zedarello. Um, Marin and I were dropped into like the second or third group. I think we we're in the third group, and then. They were sort of everyone was looking at each other, and Marion and I, Marion and I were chatting on Discord and said, "Hey, I think we can do a like mini TT effort." So we were doing like a mini TTT on the front and got ourselves up to the second group because they sort of sat being like, "Oh, we're not going to catch the, the the blokes in the first group or the guys in the first group," and and we managed to catch back catch back up, and then uh, Marion just decided to kick me in the legs a lot on the climb <laughs> for twenty minutes. <laughs> Every time she did that, every time I caught her up and I thought she was slowing down, she went a little bit faster. Which I think I did leave you out in the in the for the sprint. Uh, before the... <laughs> I've got form there in in letting people turn me up the hill. So I'll be honest. So. Yeah. So, by good luck to anyone doing this one this weekend. <laughs> I think this. I think that this one might actually. This is probably a Tron, even though it's the Mountain Goats. Uh, usually, oh, yeah. in, in Mountain uh, oh, Goats, yeah. we we suggest that like, yeah, you probably want to do a climber bike because like the first half is not too. I think this this week it's definitely Tron territory. The Tron. Yeah, and unless you you're certain you can hang on to the group on the flats. And you want a little bit more of a advantage on the on Which, the climb. I don't know if any how many of you have actually tried hanging on to a group that are on mostly road bikes or trons and you're on a climbing setup. It's not fun. It's better than it's better than the uh there was a the gravel, the gravel yeah. bike is the yeah. worst. Yeah, there was a ZRL series. <laughs> there was a ZRL series where we had to do like several, yeah. several times where we had the like uh, the Temple KOM or something, and it was yes. like, well, you know, that's where all the interesting stuff is going to happen. So you just ride a gravel bike, and then you like, wow, it was really hard staying with those groups. Sean, I was fit, and I got dropped being on a gravel bike then. Uh, it's, I tried, uh, I tried that dropped. Yeah, Horrible. I had this in um, one of the tiny races. So you think like if there, if there's a time to do it, it was a uh, Mac Isle, I think, and it was like the so the climb is, is gravel. It's before the CDA changes, and we attacked really hard. I think it's hard work to the climb. Attacked really really hard on the climb and tried to stay away. And I got three people to come with me. And then the pack just caught us at the end. But oh. two of the people that had been in my little group got ahead of them and won that sprint. And I think Sarah Hoffman was in it as well. And I said to her, like, oh, wow, did you go gravel bike as well? And she's like, no, no, I just um, had a road bike. I'm like, wow, you just climb it's really just fast. that strong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, now, now we're back in a world where 
it, it almost doesn't make sense to ride gravel and if there's any road. So no, no. The, it, it changed recently, right? Sorry, back <laughs> back on Zwift after a long time. They changed the dynamics of the they, the... Made, they made gravel easier for all bikes, but proportionally easier for road bikes. Okay. All right, so Which in some ways is accurate because, I mean, uh, the last year, I think it was, the Gravel Worlds were won on a Canyon Air Road. So. Oh, really? But with... I don't think you're winning a Gravel... I don't think it was won on a, a Canyon Air Road this year. But but road slicks, yeah. though, or with Gravel Wheels? But pretty pretty roady wheels. I mean, the Gravel wasn't that gnarly, I think, was the, the bottom line on it. But right. um, We have someone who did the Gravel route this year, and would you have been doing that on... Uh, like thirty twos, Mario. I know, but you certainly, certainly not. No, <laughs> I was very happy with my forty-five millimeter uh, tires. So, fair enough. All right, back into Zwift. Um, Stampede this week is three laps, two laps of Duchy Estate. Uh, hang on, wait. <laughs> I know the main one is buggered up. It's okay. Right. You, gotta go into, <laughs> you gotta go into uh into the tab. I don't know why it's not reading it off the tab. Anyway, it's two laps of Duchy Estate. So it's a one point seven K lead in and then two laps of that little loop inside Yorkshire. Duchy Estate is the I think it's the forward sprint direction, right? The clockwise. Way around there. Yep. Yeah. So it's like you're gonna go past the sprint and then like descend, kind of roll some stuff, and then you do the right hand turn, and there's kind of a steep bit, and then a long drag into the sprint. So you have to do that twice, and that's kind of the, in terms of the pacing of the thing, that's like the go hard there, go a little less hard for the rest of it. Seven point seven kilometers finishing at the sprint banner. So, Uh, interesting roly one. For a TT, it's it's gonna hurt. It's up effort off effort off. It's uh, yeah, hard one. It's not constant. You're not gonna be constantly on the power on that one. Is it? You said it's two laps. Correct. Uh, so what is the total distance? Seven point seven. It says. Okay. Yeah, I think so this is a short is, one. The loop is three kilometers, and then the little lead is one point seven. So you go from like the pens down a bit and then make that first right hand turn up to the sprint banner that's 1.7k and then it's two three kilometer loops from there yeah so yeah we gotta do that climbing bit basically three times uh how did you do last week's i did technically post a time (laughs) okay (laughs) i died so hard I I like cracked like there was no tomorrow. I think I averaged 150 watts over the back 10 days. <laughs> I was so dead. I don't know. I was... This is how things go in my house. We got some things we need to do tomorrow, dear. You should get up and race stampede at 9 a.m. Okay. 8:20. Are you or no 8:40? Are you gonna do that 9 a.m. race you said to talk to? Oh yeah, right. Oh right. <laughs> get it on it's like all right this isn't too bad to the top of titan's grove oh boy this descent is kind of wearing me out like two kilometers past the like um roundabout it's like god i can't barely turn the pedals i can't even barely like lift my head off my handlebars 
It's like, just stick a fork in me. I am done. It's like my head. We is all know those days, Brent. Oh. And <laughs> this then I, is. And then I come upstairs, my wife's working on her computer. It's like, hey, now what are we supposed to do that I'm all cleaned up? She's like, we don't have anything to do. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I, <laughs> this those that that feeling of like and this is this is just different for everybody i think but that feeling of trying to like push in the mornings is 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 rough if you're not used to it and i i've always been really impressed and confused at how that's the way that craig prefers to race where he'll he'll get up at get up at 6 a.m and race with no warm-up and no food like uh yeah i find that fascinating i could never race fasted so i like i really struggle with some of the 7 p.m events because i don't get home from work straight on the bike to ride like i find find that so i found the same with hockey training as well like when it was when it was early and like i couldn't eat get home like switch off like that that's super hard but i know people who who prefer to race fasted who prefer to race like early in the morning it's yeah it's I, you're all crazy yeah i always i i always ride 99 percent of my riding and racing is in the morning and i only eat after 12 midday so majority of my riding and racing is fasted imagine how fast you'd be with food in you yeah <laughs> actual calories and energy i should i should maybe try that sometime <laughs> would really fall off my bike yeah, no, so it's all in the morning and mostly fasted. But that's how uh, I got used to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it didn't didn't go. I mean, I, I don't know. I, do, I mean, I've done things. I do some running races and triathlons in the morning, and it's it's generally like not my preferred thing. And definitely, I want if I can get up early enough, I can get up like seven a.m. and then I can like feel like my day is underway. Nine a.m. is in the end of the world, but. 20 minutes of like throw on bib shorts jump on bike eat banana while i'm warming up was like the 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 secret is coconut coconut oil coconut oil yeah i would i'll have a teaspoon of coconut oil to eat or to rub on yourself (laughs) 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 that's 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 my breakfast that's my breakfast So it uh, just gets the fat metabolism going, and you you produce your own energy. So uh, that that was that was with my breakfast before racing is a teaspoon of coconut oil. See, it's funny because when I have an event that starts early in the morning, my breakfast is a like giant <laughs> Red Bull. Oh, I couldn't do that. That <laughs> I hurts. Managed to have three milk. <laughs> Oh, I can't even barely smell Red Bull though without feeling like I'm gonna die. Yeah, no, oh, I'm the same. Yeah. All right, and then that brings us to the bullseye, shorelines and summits. That's a new one, right? What a route! What <laughs> yeah, I think we, I think we talked about this last week. Uh, last week was accelerate to elevate. I, th- I think the only thing that spoils this route is the aforementioned. Uh, like CDA changes, um, uh, and road changes because like it goes oh, through the jungle. Okay. Uh, it's like sprints through the jungle, isn't it? So which no. would this would have screamed bike change? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it doesn't s- have a a sprint in the jungle. It's um the first sprint is uh, on oh, the new roads. 
Yeah. So this is yeah, you start you're in the jungle start pens, you go through the jungle before you hit the new coast road. Yeah. Um yep. sprints there, and then you get to the foot of Epic and go up that. So bullseye being um first across the line. Yeah, finish line is before the epic. <laughs> oh, uh, and... Yeah, this would have been what what a route this would have been. I mean, e- even uh, so, what is... a route. Bullseye being first across the line, could you have gone gravel bike and absolutely smashed it out of the jungle and won wow. a bunch of those sprints? It is a really good race route. I, I did it last weekend in uh, in another race. <laughs> it's really fun. But what kind of you, race was you, you that? do? Uh, the slow. But just a scratch race just or a something? scratch finish like at the end uh, of the route? Yeah, scratch uh, scratch race. Oh wow. So it they have this... I'm 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 gonna start campaigning now for this to be in uh, HSRL when we go back to that. Um so yeah, like four sprints really and then epic would be You don't want to bend a gravel bike going up the radio tower. No, yeah, I'm just saying. No. <laughs> uh so it says five sprints. I think that's the four greens and the finish. Okay. So it's, yeah, Stoneway Sprint, Acropolis Sprint, Sasquatch Sprint, Woodland Sprint, and then the finish line. Yeah, because the, I mean, the other, we've we've mentioned this a few times, like, you do go through the jungle sprint, or the jungle finish banner, but you probably, uh, that probably no, won't, not doesn't on, count. Not on this one. Not it, on that oh, one. you don't. Uh, it takes the other, uh, you go yeah, to the left, your left side of the... Oh, okay. Jungle, so you don't go through the jungle finish banner. Got it. Okay, this is the the less winding part that doesn't go past the the Alpes Swift start. Exactly. And yeah. this is like one of those um, Neokio routes where if you get it the wrong way around, like the longest sprint, so it's a five hundred meter sprint, is the fourth sprint you're going to do as well. So. Um, personally, I find that the harder way around to do it. I like to do the long sprint first, and then hope I've got some stuff left for like the two three hundred meter sprints at the end. <laughs> Whereas this, this I'll go too hard on the sprints early, and then just die a death in that five hundred meter sprint, and probably just like ride across it normally. This one I think is going to be interesting because it's bullseye, and there's and and not everyone knows these sprints yet, uh, so there's still some like some people who are going to see a, ba- a a a sprint start uh indicator at the side of the road and think okay i need to go uh but these are all fairly long sprints they're 3 4 500 meters um so sticking in the draft and then picking at the end might actually be a yeah, a good of, way to go here, them, uh... and they're they're they all are either I think all of them either have an up or a downhill, uh, into them. Yeah, they're a little bit sneaky uphill often, so they're they're end end long and a little bit of uphill, so they're really hard sprints to to get right and to time right. I think the only move that might sort of count. Be, uh, Sort of crazy tactical moves, a bit of panache would be the banner attack sprint one because sprint yeah. two is that far away. Um, so like banner attack, people sprint for the banner and then all sit up and chill out if you can keep on the power and maintain a gap, especially with these new pack dynamics. Like people have to really work to get you back. Like 
you could actually sort of tempo it um, to the next sprint and then let them catch you at the next sprint because um, there's a bit of a gap to to sprint three there. So, yeah, it could be some uh, fun and games to be had on this. Yeah. Good, good fun. And that is the week of herd racing leading up to Christmas. And what are the the races for next weekend? HWR on RGV and HBR is unlisted at this point. Uh, let's see if it's in the tab. In the tab, they've got it for TikTok. All right. So There's some some bed, pretty bed standard, time. pretty standard courses everyone knows. RGV yeah, for HWR yeah. and TikTok for HBR. Yeah. There's a lot of people doing a lot of climbing this week. Like we've we there's some quite climby routes in what we've discussed. Like those of you that do TTT, it's it was Bologna this week. It's the Alp next Thursday. I love the Alp TTT week. I have to watch. Yeah, my I, have, I can't really make it. My, um, we can arrange the spot for you, Brent. Oh yeah. What? <laughs> I might be able to keep up if you're not in shape. <laughs> I gotta get well. Let's that that is actually a good lead into um, what sort of dumb things we're doing over the holidays, because I'll just lead off because we're talking about this. Is I, I need to get four Alps to get this masochist badge, so I will be riding the Alp at least four times to get that. What's the masochist badge? Twenty five. So, times. Brent, you do that in one day, and it's a base camp. And you get the base camp badge, so just do it in a day. Is there a base camp badge? Well, no, but for... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun to do oh. anyway. <laughs> you almost you should have said yes, yeah, he might have believed you. <laughs> I should have said yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I reckon we get Sean to put that into AI, uh, and we can make you a base camp badge. Yeah. <laughs> we could, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it can't be... Can't, even four elves can't be that much worse than prl full i've done that uh, no f yeah four alps is well it all depends how fast you do so, that's also, a long that's day yeah i guess yeah. that's because your descent six only hours long. just yeah. remember some people do eight how long prl full is yeah but those people are athletes <laughs> <laughs> so are we damn it <laughs> all right so then that's all i've really got in my kettle of things that i need to finish over the holidays we sorry so we got so we're gonna cheer you we're gonna cheer you doing that one day brent should I do it? Should I do it after the TTT? Should I do the TTT and then do three more out? Just keep doing. Yes, and I come will, on, come on, Brent. I will come join you for one of them. Yeah, I was going to say, why didn't you try and do? If you did three before Thursday, I think we organize a TTT where we all join you to do the last one. So, yeah. Uh, let's see what day is. It's Brent's funny. desperately trying to think of how many times he's washing his hair or um, <laughs> no, as a thing. All uh, right, I could probably get three in before the 28th. Or maybe two. Well, Lisa, if you're listening, you heard it here first. We, we, we It looks. It sounds like we need a uh, drag Brent up the Alp oh, TTT team. I can probably find the link. I probably know how to sign up properly. 
<laughs> I, I one time one time I signed up for the TTT and I said, Yeah, I'd be a team captain. And Lisa messaged me directly, like, Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what to do? <laughs> you know what you're getting in for? <laughs> oh no. What I love about that form is there's a comment section at the end of it, and I always write hi Lisa when I sign up for that. And I don't know if she sees that or not, but <laughs> yeah, I guess for maybe just maybe there is. Oh, believe me, she sees the comments. <laughs> I've left a few things in, and I get a little <laughs> little whack the next morning. <laughs> well, now you got to share. Come on, come on, Dan. Can't leave that hanging out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, no, I can't do it. For the uninitiated, what we're talking about is WTRL <laughs> puts on a time trial, a team time trial competition every Thursday. And if you are in the herd and you would like to race in a team time trial, you need to go onto our herd Facebook group, herd racing Facebook group to be specific. Find the link, and a a, a lovely member of the herd racing group by the name of Lisa Jones. She she takes all the information, allocates everyone to a team that's the proper power the proper time zone and all that kind of stuff and she's a saint and we love she's her. a saint and and she's been doing it for ages and she doesn't yeah. moan and she gets everyone into teams and it's a big task every week yeah. and talking about a gateway drug for racing i mean that ttt yeah. is super awesome because it's social as well you, you're on a team you're on discord you're talking to each other you're encouraging each other it, you know it makes a if, if you're thinking about racing and you don't know what you're doing Sign up for a TTT. She'll find you a team that, that you fit on and you'll have a blast. I almost 100%, 100% Jeff. Yeah. I, I remember yeah. Uh, yeah. riding in the Sharks very early on when I got into Zwift and having Marius yeah. teach me about the, the draft and like where you could sit and how you could save power and like all of these things that are crucial to racing really, really well. You can practice yeah. and it, and if you get them wrong, somebody's like, "Oh, hang on there, I'll come and get you, and I'll tell you back up to the group." It's like it's yep. super cool. Yeah. yeah, that's how yeah. I got started. I ended up with the Cheetahs yeah. team. You, Steve. Yes, I remember. Uh, I, I learned that you don't have to put your shoes on until it's about ten seconds until the banner drops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I was really confused that uh, Brent was talking about this this uh, this thing called a warm up. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> not, not familiar. Uh, I think, it, and that it changed my racing and Zwift riding, fitness, everything doing the Thursday TTs. And I think anyone that's starting up, it's crucial to get onto a team. Well, and yeah, on top yeah. of that, you you make friends online and that you, oh, you can then ride yeah. with and race against. And, you know, it's yeah. just creating that community yeah. makes it so yeah. much more fun to be on Zwift than just, okay, I'm going to go pedal again. And there's, you know, there's the bear and there's the trees and there's the water and, you know. Yeah, cool. definitely. Yeah, and I think if you're, I think if you're struggling <laughs> um, to improve, and you don't like doing workouts, it's really good as well because it's basically yeah. an over unders workout. Over unders with yeah. some friends. So, or or time trial if you're sitting right in front. Mm. <laughs> I was if racing John, her was John winter Reeves? racing last week, and I found myself with Lisa, and I just couldn't bring myself to like sprint at the end. I was like, "Oh, if I beat her, <laughs> she's just gonna get me, put me in a really bad team. That, you know, <laughs> <laughs> this bad karma. Like, we'll just roll across the line together. There's nobody around us. Uh, uh, although to be clear, there's no bad teams in there." Yeah. <laughs> Question: I, I haven't done a TTT in a while, actually, myself. But the, the, the steering is steering enabled for the TTT. Yep. 
It uh, is, it but, it, but it but it messes around a bit. It's better if everyone has a disabled. Yes. That's we figured this week or last week. Yeah. Although in, yeah, in ZRL this last Tuesday, I did that. It was a TTT, and, and it turned off our steering, and, and it kept kicking me off to the side. I, I was out of the draft when I was in it, and it was torquing yeah. me off. That's a, that's a known bug at, at the moment. So if you if you have steering enabled, but it's a non-steering race, you'll get to you, you'll just stay in the middle of the road, and everyone <sighs> moves around. Uh, so yeah. you're constantly out of the draft. Huh. So in other words, turn off your 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 steering before you 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 start Zwift. Yeah. Okay. No, I wish I'd same, done that before last Tuesday. Same problem. Yeah. That hurt. There were right. more teams. Uh, Back to back to dumb things that we want to do this week. I actually really am interested in this idea of uh, and granted, it's not my life, but I really like this idea of of Brent doing uh, four, <laughs> four, all, all in favor four point doing a base camp uh, uh, doing two. It's uh, uh, although Brent, it's four point three to get the full base camp. You have to do yeah. it's four four two four four two four. Yeah, it's yeah. it's half an Everest, so you know. Yeah, yeah, which is eight. Yeah, yeah, eight eight four eight point three is like the fifth switchback or something like that. Something like that. I w I wish I was fit. I would do it with you, Brent. Wait, you could you probably still keep up with me? <laughs> no, 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 not, not right. now. Well, we'll we'll see how the week plays out. <laughs> it might happen. You never know. I, I mean, mean, I do get tend to get sucked into doing dumb stuff on my bike on Zwift over the holidays. That and was, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to encourage you to do dumb things. It was December thirty first that I did PRL full. All right, what else we got? Let's see. I saw Maryline. You mentioned at the start you got some challenge that you're prepping for. What do you got going on? Yes, I'm uh, riding a, a charity ride uh, this uh, this Sunday. So we're going to do 270k all through the Netherlands, and uh, we're going to uh, raise some uh, some money for um, ALS uh, research. So, and it's going to rain, so it's uh, I, but it's going to be fun. Is it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Riding bikes in the rain. That's like a hundred and sixty-five, one hundred and seventy miles. Yeah. Is it going to be long? Is that going to be ten, twelve hours? Yeah, I think. Yeah, we've got different schedules based on different. Average speeds, but uh, something like twelve hours, yeah. But the good um, thing is, we we don't have hills, so yeah, it's going to be like zero elevation, except for the wind. Yeah, we're going in the right direction, so uh, we have a tailwind. <laughs> oh, it's going to be easy then. You got a tailwind. Most, 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 most of the rides, yeah. You'd be doing three hundred k's. No. No. <laughs> As they turn so many kilometers in Netherlands, there's no way to ride that with the wind only one direction. <laughs> You'd be in bed. Don't you go into yeah. a different country? Uh, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. We're staying in the, in the Netherlands, but uh, we're going like a little bit of, uh, zigzag 
uh, attacking downwind through the country. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, two two seventy. Is that is that longer than Milan San Remo? Like that's a that's a uh, long that's, day. That's three hundred Milan San. Is it okay? And if someone was looking for your charity link, what is there a ride they should be looking up, or should they be just looking for Netherlands? I, ALS I posted it in um in the herd winter racing uh, ah, sure. uh text. There's a there's a link to it, but it's only in Dutch, so yeah. <laughs> Money is the universal language. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Google Translate. <laughs> you know, figure out what euros are. That's no sweat. So if you're, if you're inclined, go find Mary Line's link in the Herd Winter Racing post in Facebook, and you can donate because Mary Line's going to ride twelve hours in the rain through the Netherlands for charity this week. That's and amazing. And if she rides another 18K, she's done the full length of Milan San Remo. So I think that we've got another dumb challenge. Uh, I've only done this <laughs> once. It was enough. I feel like Milan San Remo has a hill in it. Got a couple. <laughs> All right. Well, what about you, Sean? As you're sitting over there smugly encouraging all of us to do <laughs> ridiculous nonsense what are you gonna do i'm gonna be doing lots of dumb ridiculous nonsense so i'm I'm definitely doing the festive 500 although apparently you could try and do it mo like most of it in one ride um i i think that i'm gonna end up probably doing a thousand miles this month which is the first time that i will have ever done that uh but yeah i'm 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 shooting for something like a 15 20 hour week next week um I I I think that the the most interesting part of that might be doing a like full effort on the old Lahanda climb portal and then driving out the next day and doing an effort on the actual climb. Uh I think I'm probably gonna do that. So good for you. That's amazing. The weather's good for riding where you are. I don't know. I mean it's not great, but but it's not it's it's not it's the Netherlands. Sean. Yeah. You're not in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean it's been like the warmest like in a hundred years here in Alberta, but I still wouldn't want to spend twelve hours outside of my bike in it. I got I got sun outside for the first time in a couple days, so I don't know what that thing looks like. I don't know what that is. <laughs> You'll see that in July. Oh, uh... For a few days. <laughs> yeah. For two days of summer. I thought he was just talking about the child rearing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this a congratulations situation? <laughs> we love you, Matt. Oh, Matt, that was funny. And, and now she's, yeah, Jim. Tom for, the, as, for those like following along at home, <laughs> when uh, Tatum trying and to Elle announced along. on the podcast that uh, they were going to have another baby, Bat Defreitas quick, quickly, immediately picked up on what was happening. This <laughs> is a congratulations situation, <laughs> and that was over nine months ago. And now Tatum and Elle have had a lovely new baby, whose name yeah. is I'm sorry, I Rain, know. Rain, Rain. Yeah. So, uh, so we all want to know that baby rain is definitely a congratulations situation. Congratulations. <laughs> it's uh, worth going chill, back and listening. 
it's worth going back and listening to that episode it's probably one of my top five funniest things i've heard listening to the pink john um it yeah, took Jim him so long oh that was brilliant <laughs> the moment that penny dropped was unreal <laughs> and so and so while we're on you tatum what so what's your, your dumb challenges are what changing nappies and uh keeping yeah. the kid fed yeah my, sure the other my, children don't go feral my, <laughs> you've summed it up <laughs> i got three kids i'm not a stranger to this situation ah oh, between the other two the uh, granny in the house between the new baby trying to recover from COVID and then getting back on the bike. There's my, there's my Christmas special. Madness in the jewel household. <laughs> <laughs> Does feel like a marathon already. Ah, man. But it's good All times. Right. Good times. Alright, how about you, Steve? What do you got going on over the break? Um, well, I'm hoping to go out tomorrow. Um, having just Googled uh, cycling's <laughs> monuments and discovered that Milan San Remo is the only one that is longer than what Maria Line's doing tomorrow. I feel very, uh, very small. Like uh, she's she's going to cycle further than Paris Roubaix, uh, Liège, Bastogne, Liège, Il Lombardia. Okay, a bit less climbing, but but it's still it's a long day in the saddle. Um, so tomorrow I'm going to head out and do our twelve climbs of Christmas. So our our local cycling group nominate twelve climbs every year. Um, you get bonus points for doing the climbs more than once. You get a bonus point if you do the climb um, faster than you beat your your PB at the climb in the winter at that time. You get a bonus point for doing it in fancy dress. So I have a um, a festive jersey that I'll be wearing tomorrow. Um, and you get bonus points for doing the climbs all in one day, which is what I'm going to be doing tomorrow, which is about 120 Ks of riding. So it's it's, it's not a huge amount. Of kilometers so 100 to 120 so it's, well, it's a good day out. elevation it's a good day out but it's but it's like, the, the elevation is the problem yeah i've got uh, about 2200 meters of climbing coming up tomorrow <laughs> so, um yeah that that's going to be um really fun so I, I might not do um hwr on sunday <laughs> no that would be the dumb stuff doing, doing HWR after, after having done that yeah the challenge will be doing a zwift on sunday i think yeah I... it's it's 24 kilometers of warm-up in a sprint <laughs> yeah uh i humbly i humbly request uh photos of you dressed up on the bike Oh yeah, I will be in festive jersey, and um, I believe Sean, you, Chris, and Brent also have a pair of the festive GCN socks, which I'll be sporting tomorrow as well. So happy days! I've worn them like ten times this month already. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chris, what do you got going on over your holidays? It's it's tough because we got family in town, so I can't dedicate Uh... huge hours to the Zwifting and the biking, but. Uh, I, I signed up to do Rock Cobbler up in Bakersfield, California uh, in early February, which is like a stupid long multi-surface. If, if, you, if you're on the socials, it's the race where the guy got like gored by the bull last year. No. Um, yeah. oh, you've, so, got, you've got to go check that out if you haven't seen it, because that's yeah, uh, I'll, I'll pretty entertaining at some level. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, it's a <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Uh, cyclist attack by oh I'm I'm hundred percent looking at you you guys carry on. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's Gus. long and I have in my legs at the minute, so I need to like stretch out um I think I think I'm still missing like the four horsemen badge. So I feel like if I knock that out between now and New Year's or maybe early January, I should be okay. Um yeah, that's maybe my one big thing. And then just gaslighting Brent into getting the base camp badge. That would be my other goal. Yes. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Brent. <laughs> my God. Oh, you found it. Can, found it's it. gonna happen. <laughs> It's gonna happen. Brent is gonna base camp. So, oh, oh, good. gored by a bull and cycling fine. shouldn't be in the same sentence. I tell you, it it's, 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 it's the most horrific thing I've seen since. Uh, um, I don't know if you guys have seen the guy who's attacked by a springbok. Um, so basically, going yeah. down a trail in South Africa and a springbok jumps out and like takes this person out like from ninety degrees. Um, oh, I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. A, bull, a yeah. bull from one hundred and eighty degrees. So. Most people in the US have no idea what a springbok is. <laughs> How would you describe big, a springbok? A, a, like a, a, a big rugby player. <laughs> <laughs> With four feet. Sorry. Yeah, I, had to, I had to go in there. Four wheel drive. <laughs> John, you got any uh, big, big cycling plans over the break? Uh, I think I'm going to try the Rafa 500. Uh, this is actually, I just figured out this is my second Swift anniversary today. Hey. Hey. Uh, and the first one came along and I heard everybody's talking about the F- Rafa 500. I, I didn't make it <laughs> for various reasons, but uh, I'll think I'll give it a shot this week. And, uh, you know, plenty of new routes, new route badges. And then uh, if I get, you know, I'm sure I'll get the, the fire socks within a few days, so that'll keep me going. Stick to the face partners. You don't yeah. have to feel they, bad. They help you. Go. Yeah, I, I failed the Rapid Five Hundred at least twice. Yeah. <laughs> See how it goes. Good, good. What about you, think... Jeff? You got you on the bike over the holidays? I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. I, I need to get back on the bike. I've been real life has been keeping me away from it. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm, I'm arguing with myself at the moment about whether I can manage the the 25 laps of the volcano with the endurance herd endurance ride on Sunday morning. It's just too bloody early. It's, it's it, you know, in my time zone. It's, you know, 655 is not a time I like to be up on the weekends, uh, much less on, you know, exerting myself, but it, I'm, I'm, I'm wrestling with myself. I'm, I'm, I may, uh, I may manage to pull that off because I don't have that badge yet. Um, That's I've thought about trying to do Rafa, but I just don't know that I can get 500 in. I'm just too bloody slow. <laughs> it just takes too long. Do uh, uh, do what Brent does, Jeff, and do it in a day. Like the, he's gonna base camp yeah. in a day, do the five hundred in a day. If only they put those pens up on the top of the of one of the mountains that they were talking about, I could just do all downhill, and then I then I'm good. <laughs> well, just I join can... Brent at the top, and then we'll go on yeah. the downhill part. Yes. <laughs> oh, perfect. Hurt? There we go. I wish I'd have thought of that. Shoot. Go. <laughs> uh, this is this is getting this is getting to redacted levels of conspiracy, isn't it? So what you need to do <laughs> is is get a load of friends to cycle to the top of Vontu. And then you can join your friend and they'll stop there and like log out or not log out, but they'll just get off their bike. They if if they you can then yeah. join a friend on Swift at the top of Vontu, push off, get off your bike, because it'll roll down 
however yep. far Vontu is, and then you can join another friend. That's how you can get the the Rafa five hundred badge without actually doing any cycling. So yeah, I've seen guys do that. I'll, I'll message <laughs> Redacted to let him know that. Post that I have one. a new goal in life. <laughs> awesome. Be like Redacted. Sorry, I just got that. Am I gonna have to am I gonna have to edit that out with a he who shall not be named? <laughs> I see it coming. Just, just the noise redacted. <laughs> just some white noise all of a sudden across that, that particular piece of the of the of the audio. Cheers. Uh, all anyway. right. I think. Do we get? Do we cover all the challenges? Is there anything else going on that we should be thinking? What are you doing? Oh well. Oh no. I was going to say, what are you doing? We know. We know. We know. He's doing we the base camp. We know. Yeah. Yes. How many more do you want me to do? <laughs> as many as possible. Yeah. As many as we can convince as, you to do. As many as it takes. You know, it's only eight and a half for an Everest. Oh, I've looked at it. Before. Why did you carry on doing the full thing? Yeah, if you've done the base camp, it seems like a bit of a wasted effort oh. not to Everest, doesn't it? So, yeah. Have any of yeah. you ever? Have any of you Everested? You can always you always wait, dope. Just uh, set yourself to ten kilos, and, and you'll fly up that sucker. If if any of us could, I I'd bet on Mario Line. I've done one Everest and about four base camps. Yeah, Are but that was or... that was that was. 100 watts and 13 kilos ago. <laughs> yeah. That was a long, long, different lifetime. It feels Only like. Zwift ones or, or, or meat? No, no, no. They were all Zwift. Yeah, yeah. It was all Zwift. Once you cross 100 kilos, none of this sounds like a good idea. <laughs> the volcanoes was net flat. Yeah, it's all net flat. <laughs> oh, everybody's got a drink. I was waiting for that. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good All stuff. Right. Well, I think guys, I'm gonna have to say goodbye. Well, I need to love and leave you. I needed I needed to leave about fifteen minutes ago and I'm still yeah. <laughs> I think we are we are at the time where we will say enjoy your holidays, Christmases, Hanukkahs, whatever. Yeah. Celebration you may be getting to here as we just Kwanzaa. pass the solstice to the end of the year. Kwanzaa Merry New Christmas, Year's. everyone. We'll probably get a picture on in New Year's quick. I don't know. We'll talk Fest, about all the Festivus for the rest of us. Yeah, yeah Festivus. <laughs> yes. I've got a lot of grievances to air after this podcast. So <laughs> And and happy Zwifting this week. Yep. Have fun with all your challenges. Have fun with HWR and all the races. And thank, I guess we'll say, it's the end of the year, we'll say thank you to everyone who listens. I, Sean, once in a while, like tells us the stats, and it continues to blow my mind. I was messaging with a potential guest today, and he says he's a listener, and he thinks it's so fun, and it's always gratifying. So thanks, everyone. Thanks to everyone who continues to guest on this. Thanks for John for coming on for his first time. This is, uh, you, you know, nobody's making any money off of this it's just a bunch of people talking some silliness yeah. or racing on zwift so everyone who ever comes on the Pinktron all year we are grateful for all of you and we're grateful for everyone who organizes herd races comes out to herd races jumps in the discord and makes um, zwifting a positive and fun activity 
and anyone who brews alcohol. Um, Here we go. <laughs> Happy days. Also, we'd have, we'd have no show that. otherwise. <laughs> Agreed. All right. So, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Merry and Good Night. Merry Christmas, Sorry. Happy New Year. Flatcher. Yeah.